All right. Good morning, everyone. Today, September 9, 2020. Um, today's Practice Success Podcast, and I have a special guest. It's going to be on in just a little bit, but he has done 5,000 magic show. I mean, that's, that's incredible. Hold on, guys. I'm going to wait for him a little bit. And then I'll be right back. And this is actually tougher than it looks when earlier in the morning. But anyways, guys, um, we're going to be live with my guest tonight. Oh, well, this morning. And I didn't think it was like this long. But we are on our way. So everyone, tonight we're going to have Daniel Chan. He's a master magician um, who was named a BuzzFeed, a Silicon Valley's favorite magician and a business insider as a billionaire magician. I mean, he has done so many things in a magic show. He has done 5,000 shows. And now he's just going to come in and tell us his story on how he got started as a magici magician. And uh, this is going to be really, really fun. And today is my first episode of my podcast, Success as a Streaming on Live. Um, I'm going to be doing this daily until a very, very long time. I've been doing this a lot. So today, um, before he comes in, I wanted to just teach you guys what I'm doing. I'm trying to set up um, my stream and show you guys how I'm doing this. I'm doing the stream and also when he comes in and then we could ask some questions and interview him. All right, guys, well, and again, this is gonna be a good day. I have a, a really good guest and he's about to come on to the show and oh my God, I cannot like 
tell you guys how excited I am for this because he is amazing and I'm about to bring him in right now. Hello. Good morning. How are you, Dan? Good morning. Good morning. Oh, man. So I was just talking about you. How about you doing so many shows for a very long time? I mean, since 1999. That's a lot. Yep. 5,000 shows, about 250 shows a year. Now I've moved online to Zoom, and I also have an Airbnb experience. I know. That's that's what I'm about to tell everyone. I mean, even though um, there's no event or you cannot do an event, you still – keep on going trying to put um, put a, a smile on people's faces and doing this online and just just amazing and you, you make no excuses i mean how did you like transition from doing an event on like live event and then doing it online you know this is the only way i've known how to make um, my living for the last 20 years so mm-hmm. started back at zero but once you've done it before you can do it again and you can the, the next time it com- becomes a lot quicker so i started off doing it for friends a couple of times for free. I just said, hey, you guys want to see some tricks? And then I felt really confident after a while. In the beginning, there's a lot of things that didn't work. Like I've gone through um, coin tricks and other things that I decided that wouldn't be as good. Even though it's good, it's it's not as good as what I, I put myself up to. So I'll show you something right here. Um, right. This is like a standard coin effect. I'll do it one more time, okay? Okay, go ahead. Do it one more time. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, to, sh- to show you that, that's something that I started doing in the beginning. But I retired that because mm. that's better for live. Because the cameras has a monocular view. There are other things that I had to retire that I practiced for ages that mm-hmm. I really don't do anymore because – I found that mind reading and mentalism are a lot stronger, but it is still great to see things like that. It's just things like this are a little bit more traditional, right? Oh, just, oh my God. I'm so, oh, that's amazing. Jesus Christ. Oh man. So like, so you've been practicing this for a very long time. What, what inspired you to get this thing started? Oh, my goodness. This is amazing. Yeah. Uh, there was a magic shop in San Francisco, and there were magic lectures. And I just started paying for these lectures. And I was just curious. Now I'm kind of passing the torch along and starting to teach what I know. Okay. Then then um, how long have you been doing that? The teaching, uh, yeah. just recently, I've, I'm available on takelessons.com. Mm. Oh, okay. Uh, I also am, uh, or people contact me directly, I am uh, doing lessons. So what, what inspired me is just being told. I love figuring out and reverse engineering success. Mm. Okay. And um, like, can you elaborate on that? Like, um try to reverse it because you're so like you you've done it a lot and you now you're teaching it and what like what what is the result you want your your student to have that you're teaching them well so there are certain tricks i'm retiring so okay i want them to be doing the tricks that i used to do to represent because otherwise the magic dies so oh. i i feel like i want that to have students so when someone 
wants I'm, I want my students to get booked, right? Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So like if um if I book them, I can be confident saying, hey, you uh, you're gonna get my student who does this, this, and this, and I want them to actually have some work. Oh, man, okay, so you're full time and you want your student to be full time, and I, I get well, not this full time if they want yeah. it, they can, but there's I'm at a certain price point, so mm -hmm. I can't cover everything. So mm -hmm. there's a lot of room for other people who like clients who can't afford me. You know, mm -hmm. I, I'm set, setting out this branding as the billionaire's magician, so I have to have a minimum threshold. Right. So it's kind of about scaling. It's about bringing people in. And with what's going on, a lot of people would rather be being a magician versus flipping burgers at In-N-Out. You right. know, like, mm -hmm. it, it's still way better to do this part-time, you know, and so, as a side hustle. But it does work require a lot because I'm right now at 5.30 a.m., Right. Doing this right now, 5.30 a.m. It's early. But, I, you know, I had to wake up and get my butt out of uh, bed in order to get this out there so that people understand that I am, um, you know, I, th that's one of the ways to prom promote it. So I have a couple of things I'm going to show you in just a second. Go for it. Okay. Um, when we're doing this on StreamYard, mm -hmm. uh, is this uh, going to be video or just audio only? Actually, it's we're live on different platforms. So we are live on about one, two, three, four, five platforms, including Twitch, YouTube, Periscope, and Facebook. Is so it we, be yeah, it, this is videos and also audio at the same time. So okay. we we are live on a lot of platforms. Okay. Um, what I'm gonna have, I'm, I'm gonna do something new. So hmm. one thing about these uh, venues is. I feel like I can do something new in mm -hmm. these places. You have to always find safe places to fail. And that's what success is about. Right. Being willing to embrace failure. A lot of my corporations are paying me $500, 1000 or $2,500 a show wow. for me to do Zoom shows now. So I, I need a place to test out new material. And that's why I jump on these podcasts. <laughs> you probably noticed this right here, right? Right. It's yeah, like a, a piece of card, uh, like attached with, um, is that clippers? Clip? Yeah, it's clip. It's yes, a clip. And clip. Okay, so it's a torn piece of card, right? It's folded in force. Okay. Okay, I would love for you to uh, name any playing card. Playing card, okay. Um, do I have to say it? Yeah, say it out loud. Okay, it's uh, two of hearts. Two of hearts. Mm-hmm. Most people think about the two of hearts. Do you know why? Interesting. Okay. No, I don't know why. I really don't know why. <laughs> it's kind of weird that you said uh, two hearts, but I, I wanted to show you right here. Let's just take off the paper clip. And... No. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's just amazing. Oh, okay. I, I didn't expect that, Dan. Oh, my God. That is amazing. Okay. Uh, let's do one more. Your thoughts determine your actions. Okay. Your actions determine your habits, and your habits determine your destiny. So it's important now more than ever to start thinking of positive thoughts, things that evoke a positive emotion. So give me a person, place, or thing that evokes a positive emotion. Okay, um, my wife. 
your wife. What's your wife's name? Cynthia. Cynthia. That's kind of mm -hmm. interesting. Uh, I, I didn't look you up. I didn't think that you'd um, say Cynthia, or perhaps I did. But it's, it's pretty interesting that uh, I had this here, and I haven't moved it yet. I just want to yes. show what I have. No. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to show this to my wife. This is unreal. No, you're just reading my mind. No way. He, the guys, if you guys not, um, you guys could watch this on YouTube later on, but on, on a podcast, he just showed me, he, he, he told me to think of some, a name and that gives me a positive positive thought now and I thought about Cynthia and he's holding a card and he just showed me at the back of that card is my wife's name and he didn't even know my wife's name this is crazy I, I just I just can't how are you doing these things it's it's amazing yeah and this is not just traditional magic this is the cutting-edge stuff this is the new stuff that I'm doing on zoom so it's no more linking rings no, no more dove productions I do do a levitation, but I, you know, like the levitation I do is something I wanted to do for a long time, but I couldn't because it was, there was technical constraints that I couldn't bring it everywhere. Right. Mm -hmm. So now that I'm doing everything in my home and this is my home studio, I can do that specific effect all the time. So it is just different being on zoom. I'm not doing the same magic stuff and mentalism is a lot harder than magic. Most wow. people are doing magic cups and balls and all the the stuff that you've seen more often. But to me, magic's about look at me, look at me. Ma mentalism is, oh, he predicted what I was gonna say, or he made a connection. It was something deeper. It was more about you because I'm asking you to think of a thought, mm -hmm. or you to think of something that relates to you. Forever, people are gonna. It's not about oh, he made these rings appear or linked together or or cards appear. It was. He just asked me to think of a positive thought. I said my wife, he flipped over a card, and it said Cynthia, my <laughs> wife's name. And I could have said anything. I could even switch. I could have said my kid. I could have said uh, my anniversary or uh, going to the beach or Hawaii, anything you've said. But now it becomes that much more powerful because that story lives on a lot stronger. Wow, that that is amazing. I mean, I'm blown away. I've, nobody have done this thing kind of you no know, on my show, but Jesus Christ! I mean, you're just what showing me something work? that. <laughs> oh God. Okay, yeah, of course, I want to see. Okay, it just it cannot be a coincidence. It just it has to be some kind of. Oh my goodness, I just can't believe it. But he's done he's done it twice already. So. Uh, Okay, we're going to use the five or the nine. You want to use the five or the nine, my friend? Okay, uh, I'm going to use the five. Give me a random symbol. Random symbol, okay. All right. A Go spade. What? Spade. The spade? Yeah. Okay. So this is the only card like this in the world, okay? Right. That card goes into the middle of the deck. And you can actually see that goes in the middle. Yes. Mm -hmm. Watch that card slowly jump to the top. <laughs> in the middle. Go to the top. Oh, this is, this is. You can actually see the card 
Uh-huh. Virtually into the screen. Look, empty hands, no palming. Reach into the screen and pull it right back out. Oh my god. Uh. You're gonna get a lot more a lot more subscribers with all that noise you're making, okay? YouTube subscribers. Oh, this is amazing. I, this is just, I, I'm not, I'm not faking it. This is, I'm amazed. <laughs> and that is the sign card. There are no duplicates. You can, you can jump right what? behind me. In fact, we <laughs> back into the deck like that one more time and watch. Last time, Jonathan. Oh, wow. That this is just way too much, man. This is amazing. It's just literally, oh my goodness! All right, so so you guys, if you guys, I know you guys are listening to this. This is a podcast, but if you guys have the chance, you guys gotta check out the YouTube video of this because this is this is amazing. Just Jan just showed me some amazing magic stuff, and that appears out of nowhere. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, this this is a a very interesting genre. I, for the most part, uh, you know, I try to retire a lot of my magic. Sometimes I'll pull it out again once in a mm. while. But there's 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 definitely a new genre, and this is a new kind of like a new chapter in my life, and that's why I've kind of go on this virtual Zoom tour to podcasters to do all this new stuff because um, I feel like this is the next generation of magic. This is what's new. And I want to introduce this to new uh, people now. Okay. Well, I, I appreciate you sharing that with us and my audience. And th that, that is just amazing. I mean, are you, are you um, doing this full-time? Just you're just a magician full-time and then you're also teaching, right? No, um, I'm mainly a um, magician full-time. The teaching stuff is just not even, it doesn't even really pay the bills, but it's just, that's my way of giving back. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. you make so much, you make a lot performing, teaching. You don't make a lot, to be honest. Right. Okay. So it's just whenever I have a free moment, I'll sometimes teach. But teaching isn't a big part of it. It's just to allow people to to make a little bit of money because people are struggling right now and they right. want to do so. If any of you listeners who are here want to invest in themselves, um, you know, magic itself is good you know to a, a good side hustle you can do this from anywhere in the world hmm. okay so i'm gonna ask you some like okay so if they were you teach them and then they wanted to do some side hustles how they would go about it and get some clients and things like that what are you doing to do that uh i contact people on linkedin mm -hmm. uh, i have different ways of selling uh so for me I have a different strategy than what I would do to, for than most people because the certain elements I have in my marketing would just get me on television. My son's going to be on Access Insider. He's right. been on Say the Darndest Things national television. He juggles three, four, and five balls. Uh, by age five, three balls. By age eight, five balls. By age 10, flaming torches. Uh, a little bit after that, he was picking pockets. So – when I mentioned that, he gets on television. So we can just pitch a reporter and they'll feature us. Mm. But for most people, if you pitch a reporter, they're not going to listen to you 
But then that's when you start using Facebook ads or LinkedIn or other different strategies. And it just depends on your strength because if you just come up with a cut and paste, you can just buy a LinkedIn sales navigator and you can strategically work for all the companies. So if you're on the StreamYard, these are some of my clients from A to Z. I'm just missing a J and an X, but Airbnb, Apple, Bank of America, Charles Schwab, Cisco, Deloitte, EA, eBay, Facebook, Golden State Warriors, Google, HP, Intel, Kaiser. So it, I strategically went. And if you don't even have any clients, you can just go on LinkedIn, pay $79 a month, mm -hmm. find the green opens. So even if you're not in magic, you could be in any industry that sales, long-term sales, like the long cycle sales. If you have the right pitch, which means that you just have to either buy a formula or make one up yourself. It doesn't matter. You just do cut and paste and keyboard shortcuts. Uh, like right now with uh, what we're looking at on StreamYard, I just wrote CLT and that filled in all my clients. I wow. typed in BNB and that whole sentence was written out. Check out my online Zoom experiences on Airbnb experiences here. And it has a whole URL. I didn't type that out. I just use the keyboard shortcut. So a lot of people say, like my mentors have said, oh, get a virtual assistant. I even bypassed that step and I'm teaching people how to be more efficient without a virtual assistant because virtual assistants still can do things wrong. If I just do things that they will do, but I scaled it, that's taking it to the next level. So I have a like hundreds of, well, not hundreds. I've had hundreds of keyboard shortcuts, but I use about 10 or 20 of them regularly. Like this MN, that's Mercury News. That's my son's competition. If I type in this, it says, recently appeared on a segment for Kids Save the Darnest Things on ABC to check out the video. Check out the videos here. So that's what we talk about is efficiency. Most people aren't being efficient with their use of time. Hmm. So... So you, you teach them the whole thing. Um, I wanted to know which one will will they be going to events or you're doing it online too? Um, are you teaching the ones online? Because it's amazing to me. I know, like, you know, if you go on stage, is it gonna be the same thing as the one on the Zoom? Well, there's different things that um people are interested in, mm -hmm. but there's so many great magic tricks, there's hundreds of magic effects. So it's all the effects I've retired or things that I don't do often anymore. And I'm teaching them what they're interested in. Hmm. So okay. it, it just depends on what, what they're interested in. And then they start almost like street performing. They start saying, I want to do stuff for friends. I, I just want to, they need stuff. They need time in front of an audience and they need to have a place to be bad. So if you're willing to almost like take the online medium as a, a street performance and go to open mics and, do things it, you know, like any side hustle. You have to put in some work in the beginning. Mm, okay. so it is in the beginning, you're just asking people, will you watch a trick? If you like impressing your friends, if you like impressing girls, magic's a fun thing to do. You know, it's a good way to break down barriers. I've gotten out of speeding tickets by doing a magic trick. <laughs> true, true story. I had a police officer pull me over. He said, Danny, you one good magic trick, I'll let you go. He didn't know my name, but he he saw my, he asked for my business card and he, he just said, are you coming from a wedding? And I said, no, I'm a magician because I was dressed up nice. 
So it's always really great to dress up nice, regardless if you're a magician, because that's going to get people to treat you with respect. You know, you right. get a lot more respect when you dress up. And I ended up doing pretty hot with that one magic trick. Wow. So you got your other spinning ticket. That's, that's, that's great, man. <laughs> I would have not done that. But, um, well, anyways, well, you're a full-time magician, right? What are some of the challenges that, you know, you, it, it, what are some of the challenges that you're facing when you're a full-time magician? Um, challenges of being a full-time magician is work-life balance. Mm. So knowing when to say no. And um, also a lot of things, it's getting the gigs sometimes, like getting the, getting um, like McKinsey to hire me again or different types of um, events because it, you're not always working all the time. So challenges is putting butts in the seats. And there's different things like getting on television. That's a challenge. I want to get a Netflix special. So that's a challenge. So I'm hoping sometimes a producer might say, hey, this is an interesting family. We would love to feature them. Kind of like my concept right now is I want to be like Adam Trent road road trick combined with something like Chef Flynn and um, Magic for Humans. Or maybe even like the keeping with Kardashians where they're not doing a lot of magic or anything. It's just like you follow their life. But at least at the end you see, hey, we're street performing or going to corporation or going to Google or something like that. So I have a story arc. And as a magician, you need to hire a team of people. Mm. So, you know, even though I've been hired by Netflix about five or six times, there's a lot of departments and divisions. Like I'm hired by Silicon Valley, but they keep on telling me it's L.A. that green lights everything or it's the showrunners or show producers. So it's important to just continue to get out there and the challenge is when to stop. What works for you now can only get you to a certain level. Before I was doing libraries and schools. Now it's corporations, but corporations only get you to a certain level. Now I'm looking for nationwide impact and reach. So it's pivoting to the next step because you don't want to stay content in that one place. You want to stay hungry. Right. That, I see that on your branding and you, you're everywhere. That's what I, I like about what you're doing right now. You're, you, you're everywhere. You're, you're, your website is really good. I mean, that's pretty much what they're going to be, um, you know, like doing, right? They're going to have that, all this branding with your website and stuff like that. That's good. So there's a couple things with the branding is before I used to be more like a generic variety entertainer. I was a balloon artist, a, mm -hmm. magician, a juggler, a pickpocket, a fire juggler, a, a Bian Lian artist, which is like this ancient Chinese art. It's very difficult. And I stopped wanting to do that. So I changed my p positioning from... A magician, Dan Chan, balloon a balloon guy, to Dan Chan, magic man, to Dan Chan, master magician, to Dan Chan, billionaire's magician. I, I don't, I'm kind of still embracing the billionaire's magician thing because master magician, a lot of people say, but I really have performed for a ton of billionaires in Sun Valley, Idaho, in Germany, in Shanghai, and many other places. So that Business Insider article that I just shared with you, hopefully you can throw that on the screen, it says – a day in the life of magicians hired by billionaires. So they labeled me the billionaire's magician. Mm. Uh, BuzzFeed named me Silicon Valley's favorite magician. Will Alden wrote this article on me. So th those are three articles that we've hit. 
Um, and then here's a fourth one about me getting featured in the hustle, which went into 2 million inboxes. And then, all right, you guys, I'm going to show you guys the, the business insider. I'm also going to put all of those links in the chat. If you guys need to check out the link, it's going to be on your comment section and that's where it will be. Um, then what's your, when you got started as a magician, what's your family like supported of you or, you know, how, how did that work when you break it to them? You want to be a magician? Well, I was starting to make money, so they didn't really care. And as long as I didn't ask for money, the people don't care what you do. Like, uh, well, my mom was a little bit like religious and thinking that, oh, is, is this the work of the devil? You know, because she's really religious. But right. I told her how some of the tricks worked. And I said, no, this is, you know, this is a trick. So she was just su not supportive in the fact that she th was thinking, hey, is this when you're reading minds and doing stuff, the magic is very powerful. It's not like your simple card trick. It's It goes multi-levels beyond what you think as traditional cheesy magic. So mm -hmm. I lived at home, so that gave me a runway so I could travel the world. I could, um, I could go to places and I could go to conventions. I could re reinvest into... I, I could reinvest into my craft again. So there was my one of my uncles, he's he said he just gave me this lecture the day before I got married. Like he, he told me, like, oh, you're not gonna make it. And he he's like, he's he's a great guy, but he he sells multi-level. Right. I'm like, he says, oh, and he was very successful doing it and he made a lot of money doing it. He still continues to make a lot of money doing it. But his mindset is, oh, you got to do it my way because this is what works. I'll teach you how to do it. I'm like, if I'm not passionate about it and I don't believe in what you're selling, it's not going to do me justice because right. I, I feel like even though mine is an intangible, I believe that I create joy. Like when I go to a party, there's a reason why people hire me back two or three years later. They want to experience that same feeling again. They want to know me. They want to see what's different. But you have to believe in what you're selling. Because if you think about it, he was saying, oh, if I were going to hire you, you'd be kind of like, he, he insulted me by saying, oh, you'd be starving. I'm like, if you're really passionate about it, you're going to do the hard work. Like right now, I've had about six hours of sleep, five, five, maybe five hours of sleep. I woke up for this. Yeah, you I, just I, have to. I didn't believe it. I'm not going to wake up, right? I, I love the hustle, man. It's 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 true. It's like when there's it's five o'clock in the morning, you want to be asleep, but yet you choose to work instead. And yeah, it's it's really good. Um, Dan, we're almost out of time, and this might be the last question I'm going to ask you, okay? Um, now, what advice would you give to someone who wants to start perform as a magician? I know you, you is your whole family um, a magician? Because you told me your uncle was. No, no, my uncle wasn't. Uh, I'm, he, he showed a multi-level. Oh, okay, uh, multi-level. And um, I'm the first generation magician. My son does magic and juggling. Wow. My wife is a balloon artist. This is her amazing work. Yeah. She makes life-size balloon sculptures. In fact, she was traveling to museums to install really large sculptures. So if you want to be, be a magician, start performing for free. Mm -hmm. Don't do it for the love of it. Don't do it for the money. If you can do it for free for a while, just have a place to be bad because you're going to suck in the beginning. 
and you have to get over the sucking part. You know, right. it's kind of like right now I want a television special, but I realize that I'm not, be not the best speaker. So I'm jumping on as many podcasts to work this for free to hone out my sound bites, to find out what makes me unique and what makes me different. As I become a better speaker, someone's going to hear me and someone's going to feature me on television. Right. I mean, like I've been on television quite often, but I want a full one hour show. If you keep on hustling at it, you're going to get good enough. It might not be this day. It might be six months from and now. You just don't know when luck and opportunity are going to meet. So as a magician, you can go to Penguin Magic, you can go to YouTube, but it's better to pay someone who knows what they're doing because they figured out the mistakes. They'll tell you advice. To emulate the success you want, find the guys who have been there and done that and pay the price. It might seem like a lot, but you know, like a lot of people say to me, oh, Dan, that's a lot of, that's a lot of money, $100 an hour. Sometimes I've done I, – I know – I've given back by sometimes discounting it, but I typically make 500 to 2,500 a show. So for me to come out and teach, it's it's not a lot because I'm making way less than I can be making anywhere else. I was doing 250 shows a year. For me to teach someone is a favor, but a lot of times people have this mindset they can't. But they don't. One thing is they don't believe in themselves, mm -hmm. so they don't think that they can get there. But then they also don't know what they're missing. So people don't realize, oh, I'm not doing sh shortcuts. I'm, I don't know what to say when I jump on. Because for me, here's a secret. In a long sales process, if I can keep them on the phone for 15 or 20 minutes, I sold them. Because most people will hang up on you. So by the time I started and I've told them everything, I've created like, it's a roller coaster that we're on. We're talking. I drive them to Instagram. Even if we're not doing video, I can do a trick for them over the phone. And I can do so many things for them by the time that they're done, they're already sewed. Like, for example, if we're talking and I say, hey, go to uh, name something. I have you go to um, my Facebook and I say, click on that video I, I uploaded earlier in the day. And they know it's been uploaded earlier in the day. And it's someone showing some right it's actually me showing the writing of what you just said wow. and there's no way that in 10 seconds for that to end up on my facebook mm -hmm. so that's just kind of interesting for people because it's an uploaded video that's time stamped previously it's like i'm traveling in time wow <sighs> man i I mean, the magic show that you showed me today is just amazing. I don't, if you guys, you guys want to learn from someone who actually done it, you guys got to contact Daniel Chan. And yeah, that's what you, if you guys really want to learn, just like he said, you guys got to learn from someone who's doing it, done it and actually successful doing it. So you guys, that's it from us. Dan, where can we, where can we find you? Um, where can um, people find you online? I'm at danchanmagic.com mm -hmm. uh, or just Google search me and you'll find a whole bunch of videos or just search James Chan, which is my son. And you can see the stuff that I've taught him. Like he's pickpockets. He's doing, um, th those are real reactions. It's not stooged. And there's a couple that I'm just looking at recently and it's just totally amazing. He's getting the same reactions and people are like, no way a 12 year old doing this. It's, it's a great side hustle 
for kids, for for my kids at least. I mean, he's he's working, he's doing shows. Whenever I can't do a show, whenever anything hits below a certain threshold, I usually try to make that around five hundred dollars. If anything comes in below that, I'll say, "You got two fifty. My son's gonna cover it." And I'll say to them, "He'll do a good job. If I need, if he need, looks like he needs some help, I'll bail him out. I'll I'll help him." Most of the time, they go straight through, and they're like, "What? A twelve year old is doing." that he's that good i'm like well there's i'm teaching him tricks that i taught no one else you can expect him to be good because i'm his father uh it's he comes from the same thing and i'm teaching him every day Man, and he's, how, been, he's been doing this since he was age four that's exciting I, I like i like the way that you and your son is actually teaming and doing performing together sometimes too so like there's gonna be a part two to this and chan um said that he's gonna bring in in his son and that's gonna be exciting because hey it's a family business and uh, and it's a, a father and son because i have three kids myself if i were to teach my son to do the same thing i'm doing i mean i'll be happy right i'm yeah. like i'm a proud father so like okay jan dan thank you so much um thank you for coming on to the show i appreciate you um everyone you guys good morning and yeah we'll let you guys go uh, thank you jonathan <laughs>